Hello everyone, welcome and welcome back to the podcast. I've been meaning to watch that. I am your one and only host, Monica, and today we are going to be talking about the hit FXX show, Dave. Now, (laughs) despite it being a hit show, you may never have heard of it. And honestly, I didn't hear about this show. I just saw it on my uh, Hulu page one day. And I was just like, oh, that looks interesting. And I looked a little closer at it and I realized that the show, like the kind of like the cover image for the show, it had little Dicky on it. And I was just like, oh, little Dicky has his own show? That's weird. And then I thought it was like, in my head, I was like, oh, he's in a show or like maybe it's a reality show. But then I remember, I remember seeing like uh, a commercial for it. And it's basically like a small little commercial that plays in front of the YouTube, a YouTube video. You know the one that's like five seconds and you like wait for it to like go like five, four, three, two, one, and then you skip it. Yeah, I remember that. And basically that was the commercial for that show. And I started watching it and it was really good. It's a really interesting show. It's really easy to watch. It is a hit comedy show. Hit comedy show. It's a hit comedy show about Little Dicky and it's centered around him. It's not exactly about him, like, it's not like, uh, it's not like, you know, a biographical show, but it's kind of based off of his life. And the show is a comedy about a white Jewish rapper who goes by the name Little Dicky, which is also the name of the creator and the star of the show. And he is also referred to as Dave Bird, because that's his name. And the show basically follows his life four years before the peak of his career, which he is at right now, I guess. But to be perfectly honest, I don't really know that much about Little Dicky. I don't know that much about his music. And before watching the show, I hadn't listened to his music or known that he was a good rapper because honestly I just knew him as one of the white rappers you know like there's Lil Dicky, there's G-Eazy, there's Malcolm Moore, um, there was Mac Miller and may he rest in peace and honestly Mac Miller was the only white rapper that I really listened to you know I didn't really know any of these other guys oh and also Post Malone you know I didn't really listen to like the other white rappers just Mac Miller may he rest in peace and the only song that I know about by Dickie is his Earth song, where there's like 30 different artists on the song, which I didn't really listen to. I just like heard about it. And also like the song he did with Chris Brown, which I didn't listen to either. I heard once on the radio and I was just like, okay, so this is a song and it's on the radio. Interesting. But other than that, I don't, I didn't know anything about his music. I didn't know anything about him. So watching this show was like, kind of an introduction for me to like learn about this guy and I think that most people who started watching this show they were fans of Lil Dicky so they're like they know his humor they know his demeanor they know who he is and I feel like me not knowing who Lil Dicky is and not knowing his music I was kind of, I wasn't the target audience for this show however that did not stop me from loving this show I think it's great I think it's hilarious the show starts off with this guy Dave. He becomes a YouTube sensation because one of his songs, his no, not one of his songs, he made a song called My Dick Sucks. 
and it got 15 million views and now he's trying to build a career off of it because he believes that he is like the greatest rapper alive he thinks he's a once in a generation artist and i honestly laughed out loud at that because the way he said it was such confidence it's like okay sure you can rap whatever but when you're watching this show the confidence that he has in himself is contagious even though all his friends like his the only person who has this much confidence in him is Gaeta who is this hype man but like his friends and his girlfriend are like yeah sure Dave okay but a bit like let's get into it okay but it's a really great show so um the show is centered around Dave Dave wants a legitimate rap career and a lot of the show is focused on his like music his rap career but it's also focused on his dick which I kind of like I understood why the show would be about that because his rap name is Lil Dicky so obviously like it's about that and also like when you first start watching the show like the first episode is a doctor's appointment and he is talking to the doctor about his dick and we get way too much information way too quick at least for me because I don't really like I don't like learning things about people like their private parts like I don't need to know anything about that that's your business that's your body alright but he goes into detail about it and I'm watching it and I'm like okay this is interesting and it's mainly interesting to me because like Lil Dicky being a rap name seems like a joke you know like oh Lil Dicky like haha uh -huh, funny but for him to like start off a comedic show about something that's like apparently like real like he has this condition that is hippospodius I believe that's how it's pronounced and he said in interviews that everything about his dick is true you know um he was he was in the doctor the first episode in the opening scene he went to the doctor for an SDI checkup and he talks about how he was born with a tangled urethra and how there were operations on his dick and they had to use his scrotum skin to repair the shaft and it left a lot of scarring and he also has two pee holes due to another operation that he had to get when he was younger so it's interesting information but it's also like not a lot of people <laughs> not a lot of not a lot of people not a lot of guys deal with this kind of stuff you know and for him to just be out in the open be like hey i'm insecure by my dick guys it is what it is but that doesn't matter that i'm insecure by my dick because my rap game is on point and a lot of men in rap they brag about how big their dick is and like how they get all these girls because of how big their dick is and like it's the thing that like solidifies their manhood and their masculinity and like their confidence but he even though he feels insecure about his dick he's still confident in his abilities and that's cool and that's awesome and i like that about dave you know so let's continue on into show into the show i'm gonna basically go episode by episode there are 10 episodes in the show and i have to say this show is actually like pretty good 
you know um apparently it's like one of the uh most it is currently fx's most watched comedy series and atlanta was the most watched show but now it is dave and i'm just gonna talk about what how what i think about that i don't feel any i don't feel bad about it like i don't feel any way about it any negative way about it but we can get into it later so episode one dave he wants to be a rapper you know he wants to be a legitimate rapper and he goes to the studio and he meets this guy gaita 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 i love gaita let me tell you something if <laughs> if gaita was in a boarding building and i had to go in there with only like flip-flops and like if I had to run to a burning building in a chicken suit to save Gaeta, I would do it because I love him. So Dave meets Gaeta, <laughs> he, uh, he recognizes him instantly as the guy who raps on YouTube about his little dick and Dave, <laughs> he says that he, he he's, he's so ecstatic about it. He's like, you have no idea how, how happy this makes me. I live my entire life trying to impress people of your pedigree. And this is one thing about the show. Dave wants to be a legitimate rapper, but one thing that you have to acknowledge about rap is that black people dominate rap in hip hop. And of course people know this and Dave knows this as well and he understands this. So he, I, one thing that I have to say first of all. The one thing that I do like about this show is that Dave, <laughs> I like that we're calling him Dave and not Lil Dicky. Like I do not need to refer to a grown man as Lil Dicky, you know? But one thing I do like about him is that he doesn't try so hard to seem hip hop, to seem like to try to fit into the culture, you know? He doesn't speak in African American vernacular English and he doesn't like use ebonics or anything like that. He doesn't, he dresses like a nerdy white guy. He acts like a nerdy white guy. He's hilarious. When he talks, he just sounds like a normal person. You wouldn't assume that he's a rapper, but he is one. And one thing about Dave is that throughout the show, he tries, oh, he tries to like get, you know, black fans, black audience and clout and when Gaeta says that he likes his music it makes him happy because there's a black person who's into his music because of course he doesn't in the show there are people who like say oh I like your music you're kind of like a uh, lonely island or like Malcolm Moore you know and he he pushes back from that he wants to be like Kanye West you know he wants to be seen like the top dogs in hip-hop like Kanye West and Drake and he wants to be taken seriously by the hip-hop community and it makes like nothing against Lil Dicky you know but like I did feel some type of way when he was like but I'm not like Lonely Island because I understand that Lonely Island was basically like a comedy rap group through that's like an SNL adjacent group like all the raps were just like jokes and like they did sketches for SNL and stuff like that like I understand that but like Andy Samberg is a genius and so are his friends whose names I forgot and I feel bad about but like feeling bad about being compared to Lonely Island why 
why would you feel bad? Like, why would they compare you to Kanye? Why would they compare you to, like, Trippy Red? Or, um, or, like, Young Thug? Or, like, Travis Scott? You're not those guys. They don't think of Travis Scott when you think of Lil Dicky. Of course, you're gonna think of Malcolm Moore because he's a white rapper. And you're also a white rapper. And he, in his mind, feels like white rappers have white audiences. But having a white audience doesn't mean that you're, like, hip-hop enough or that like you're not in the culture you know he wants to be he has a fascination with black hip-hop culture which is why he wants to have like you know like black fans and he has said in interviews that like he feels gratification when he has black friends and he can't help it it makes him happier than having white fans and that makes sense but Dave in the beginning of the show has one song and the song is called My Dick Sucks. And he goes about talking about how he wants to be the greatest rapper alive and the greatest artist of all time, once in a generation artist. But you have one song that's about your dick. So you can't really expect people to automatically put you on the same pedestal as Drake. Because you have one song. You haven't shown your talent yet. He has only made one song. And that one song was just comedic, you know? That's just a little thing I wanted to say real quick. Um, so in the, be in the beginning, like episode one, I'm still in episode one, uh, <laughs> he wants to get a first with YG and Gata tries to put him on and eventually by the end of the episode, uh, Dave is in the studio with YG and he freestyles for him. He ends up going viral on YG's Instagram and that really helps boost him up. And the one after that um he, after he starts like getting he starts trending a little bit right next episode dave is at a play that his girlfriend put on because his girlfriend's the kindergarten teacher which i think is really cute and one of the kids passed away he was 10 years old his name was john i think from heart condition and the kid's parents asked dave to perform at the memorial service and Dave says yes which I think was a bad idea because why would you perform at a child's memorial service as a rapper like I understand that you want it to be like a celebration of life and not to be too sad and dragged down and all this stuff but like you want your first performance to be at a child's basically like a child's memorial like that doesn't feel right and he keeps trying to um <laughs> he keeps trying to like write the song and it's terrible like it's so awful and it's those moments where you're like okay so you're not a good rapper you're not a good writer and you're full of yourself for no reason that's how i felt watching this episode and i just found it hilarious but also cringy because i was scared that he was actually gonna like perform that song in front of those kids because that would be like that would be hilarious but also like oh dave what are you doing honey but in the end macklemore shows up and then upstages him which is so funny and it's also like that moment of like oh it's like that moment <laughs> it's like that moment because dave didn't like being compared to macklemore but this homeboy really literally showed up and it was just like didn't even know who you are didn't care who you were and just like brought the house down because macklemore has a grammy okay like Dave may not take Malcolm more seriously as a rapper because black people don't take Malcolm more seriously as a rapper, 
and yes his grammy he, maybe Malcolm doesn't deserve the grammy that he has but he still has a grammy and dave has like what 15 million views on one video sir make an album okay and then let's talk you know i just found that i found that really funny and like Loki, <laughs> thinking back to his face when he just sees Malcolmore, Malcolmore rapping like thrift shop to these kids. They're supposed to be remembering their their like peer who died. Yeah, that's all my thoughts on that. Anyways, next episode, episode three. I really liked episode three because I love Dave's girlfriend. She is pretty. She's nice. She's super grounded, and. One thing I do like about her, Allie, is, okay, so, one thing that I have learned <laughs> about Lil Dicky listening to his music, like, I started watching the first episode, and I stopped, and I was like, let me listen to some of his music before I continue, because this show is pretty good, but I want to see how his music is, and his music is pretty great, like, he's a great rapper, he's a great, um, lyricist I guess I want to say songwriter because he's not like Jennifer Hudson you know he's not Casey Musgraves but like he's a great lyricist so the one thing I did like about the show is that like Allie his girlfriend doesn't like the fact that he could be rapping something very explicit you know in one of the episodes she goes to visit him in the studio and she listens to him rap and he talks about uh, eating the booty like groceries and she is very much shocked by it and she's like she wants to try it out you know she's trying to do something different you know <laughs> and it's so cute because like she does obviously she doesn't want him to say those things in his music because he's she's a kindergarten teacher you know her mom knows that he makes music she doesn't want her mom to think that um she just like randomly like gives him head like in the middle of the highway or whatever because sometimes he just tweets out ooh just got head because it's like funny or whatever she doesn't like that and he doesn't really like think about it or like take into consideration her feelings because he wants to keep up this hip-hop rapper persona to help his image and his career or whatever <laughs> that's like the first thing that like that's the first little nugget that's like okay Y'all relationship is not gonna last till the end of this season, huh? Okay, great. But I really like Allie because even though she doesn't like the fact that Dave has very explicit lyrics, she kind of believes that he wants to try those things. And she's like, <laughs> she's like, yeah, let's try it. Let's do it. Let's see. Let's do something new, you know? And <clears throat> Dave does not want to do that. You know, Dave is a very lame very like like he's a not, i don't want to say lame he's a very normal guy you know he might rap about oh my gosh i listened to his one song bruh there's a lyric where he talks about bending over michelle obama which is the only lyric of his that i can remember right now and i hate that i remember it but like that's his only lyric i remember like he may have explicit lyrics in his music, but that does not mean he wants to do those things in real life. He's just, you know, hyping himself up. He's just, he's, he's basically lying, 
you know, he's fronting, you know, he's saying these things in music, but in real life he has a gelatin-like doll that he has sex with. And I have to say, that thing was really creepy when I, when he first pulled it out of his closet. That was so strange. And then he has a twig and some toilet paper to take to wipe the, oh my gosh, y'all. It's a literally like a pair of jelly legs. It's a pair of jelly legs. Like, it's like a butt legs jelly. That's it. And he like humps into it while watching porn. I hate the fact that these words are coming in my mouth right now. I hate it. <laughs> and then he takes the twig and he wraps toilet paper around it and he wipes. Oh my gosh, he wipes like he's a caveman. <laughs> like, oh my gosh, sir, are we in the woods? Are we not? Like, what the heck is this? Why does he take a stick and just wipe it? That's what the meaning to your little... The, the butt with the legs. I don't like it. It's so creepy and so gross. It's so uncomfortable when he looks that thing out of his closet. Like, his shame. Also... <laughs> the shame oh my gosh and you see Dave with Allie and they have sex right but the lighting it's so dark in there you can't see anything and he does that because he says he care about his dick and eventually she talks to her friend not her friend I'm pretty sure she's just her roommate and not her friend uh, Emma and Basically, Allie admits to not being satisfied when she's with Dave. So Allie wants to try something new. She wants to try something different. And they try something different and Allie is happy with it. But Dave is not. You know, Dave wants a normal, just like plain humping into his girlfriend and just like getting that nut and going to sleep. That's all he wants. You know, he doesn't want to do anything different. So when Allie goes to sleep, he pulls out, it has a name. I know it has a name. It's like the Fuck Me Doll 3000 or something like that. I hate it. Oh, I see it in my notes. Okay, it's the <laughs> Fuck Me Silly 3 Sex Doll. I don't like it at all. And I regret saying that right now. Like, I regret those words coming in my mouth. I'm so sorry to everyone listening. <laughs> saying that I'm so sorry and um yeah he goes into the bathroom with it and then Allie wakes up and she needs to use the restroom and he tries to hide the thing in the shower and of course the shower door opens and then the legs flop out when the legs came out she started screaming I started laughing because it's so funny because <laughs> my first thought was like what if she thinks he's a murderer but she doesn't obviously she just thinks it's a sex doll but what if it was a murder like what if it was a dead body you know like what if your boyfriend is a murderer Allie that would actually be a lot more <laughs> never mind never mind never mind never mind I said anything this is not no no what if he was a murderer <laughs> just hiding a dead body in the shower I'm so stupid I'm sorry uh, where were we? Yeah, so basically Ellie freaks out by it and she doesn't like it and he eventually just like tells her the truth 
and he breaks down and he says that their sex life he doesn't really he likes doing plain sex with her like just missionary because he doesn't want her to see his dick and eventually she sees it and she's like I love it and I love you and I like that I like this how sweet it is because you could easily take that moment to like joke at this guy and be demeaning to him and make him feel bad about his body but instead she's just like it's okay you know there's nothing wrong with it and she doesn't act like overly disgusted or repulsed by it but instead she's just like it's fine you know it's a nice cute vulnerable moment and it shows that he didn't have to feel shameful about his body or about his dick because Ali doesn't mind and she loves him and she wants to be with him and I think it's really cute and very sweet that really like warmed my heart and I hope that he burned that doll I hope he burned it because I never want to see it again anyways we continue on with the season and Dave Mike's Dave has a roommate Mike and Mike starts to manage Dave and I think that like they try going viral basically as a bit and them going viral was hilarious and also very smart because Dave first went viral with the song and now he's going viral with a meme and that meme will help him like be noticed by you know uh record labels and things of the sort and I thought that was super smart and like awesome I also really like Dave's roommate Mike who's very funny and very caring of Dave's character and then um there's also Els I feel so bad for forgetting Els Els is Dave's sound engineer and he's the most normal he's he's like I feel like I love Elle so much, mainly because when I first saw him, I was looking at him and I was like, I know this guy from somewhere. I know this guy from somewhere, but I don't know where. And then when I stopped watching the first episode, I looked at the cast and I realized he was in Odd Future. He was in Odd Future with like Sid and Tyler the Creator and Frank Ocean and Earl Sweatshirt. And he was also in the internet with Sid. And I was looking, I was like, yes, that makes sense. And it's super cool that someone who's been in like hip-hop culture is in this show as well as Little Dicky and Gaeta who is Little Dicky's real-life hype man but it's super cool that he's in this show because I think he's really talented and he's really awesome like he's worked with some amazing talented people and he's so funny in this show because he's constantly like putting up with Dave's BS and in the fourth episode Els once basically in the fourth episode they all go to an art show that Emma, Ali's roommate, invited them to and Els sees Trippie Reed there and he tries to um excuse me I just yawned he tries to work with Trippie Reed and Gaeta introduces him this scene I love because Els is nervous to talk to Trippie Reed because he loves his music, he really respects him, he wants to work with him and he's too nervous to go up to him so Gaeta literally goes up to Trippy Reed and he pretends like their moms are friends or whatever and it's so funny because he's just like bold and out with it, he doesn't care, he doesn't, he has no qualms like 
Gita almost has no pride and I admire that in him. I admire someone who's just like, I don't care, I'm not ashamed, I'm gonna do what I want and whatever it is, it is what it is, you know. I'm gonna live my life how I want to live my life, I have no regrets. And I admire that attitude that he has, so he lives this life. I love that, okay? I aspire to be that. And in that moment, uh, Els links up with Trippy Reed, which I think is super cool and super great because another thing you will learn in the show is that Dave does not appreciate his friends, okay, or his girlfriend because if you're dating someone for as long as he was dating Allie, which I don't remember how long, but he was dating Allie for a while and like for y'all to be doing lame, boring, like plain, intimate moments and for her not to hear is surprising because she must really love you and then she sees your body and she loves you but still like there were moments where i was watching the show and it's just like does dave really care about ali or does he look to her like a support dog like is she like is she really like his girlfriend or like you know i feel like he just doesn't like truly like i don't know he doesn't like truly like have a gratification for Ellie, also for Els. Els is hilarious. I love him. But one, um, the one character, <sighs> y'all, the one character, like episode five, truly is one of my favorite episodes. Truly, 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 like, I love episode five because this show is very funny. It's very silly. The humor is a bit juvenile at times, of course, but. The show still manages to have moments that have a lot of heart and moments that have a lot of vulnerability and moments that talk about like real life stuff that we all deal with. And episode five I love the most because it focuses a lot more on Gaeta, you know? And Dave hires Gaeta as his hype man after they go to a Made in Tokyo show. I think that's his rap name. Made in Tokyo. And he hires Gaeta as his hype man. And he prepares to open for Meek Mill in Philadelphia. Which I want to know who set that up. Because the fact that he's opening for Meek Mill. And I think he has like maybe two songs at this point in the season. I don't know if he made another song and put it out. But like that's, that's remarkable. Like opening for Meek Mill. That's an achievement. It really is. So, I'm so sorry, I yawned, excuse me. We see throughout the fifth episode that there are several flashbacks where you see Gaeta is a hype man for Pac-Man and I don't remember the other guy's name. I'm so sorry, the other guy's name, like, so sorry. I think OT Genesis, no wait, OT Genesis was in episode one. Yeah, OT Genesis is in episode one. Um, never mind. Wait, I'm trying to look through my notes to see if I can figure out who this guy is. Never mind. All right. So, Gata, right? Gata was a. Oh, it was Pac-Man. Yes, Pac-Man, the Gunman. Okay. So basically, in one flashback, Gata was hype man for Pac-Man, the Gunman. And he got thrown off the bus because he was acting a bit too hype. And then we see him in a shoe store and he has this breakdown. 
and the breakdown he has i'm watching this like oh my gosh wow oh i'm so worried right and i was watching this i was watching him have a the breakdown in the shoe store because a guy confronted him and asked for money and um <clears throat> when when Gata smashed the laptop, like he his mom he was there with his mom, he was shoe shopping, a guy confronts him about some money, right? And Gata gets upset. He returns the shoes to give the guy the money and he gets really upset. He starts yelling, he starts screaming, he starts trashing the store, he takes a computer, I don't remember where the computer came from, I think his backpack, and he like smashes it to the ground. I really was scared that a policeman was gonna come in and like shoot him. Or like security guards and come in and tase him like i thought i was gonna see that so i skip forward and then we're in the hospital and basically he's like kind of um handcuffed to the bed and there's a cop basically by the by his bed and his mom is there and he's there you know for like um he's there because they they are basically like looking after him and like seeing what's wrong see what's going on and my heart started hurting because the cop is like right there and I was very uneasy with the cop there but my heart started hurting because like oh my gosh there's something going on there's something going on with Gaeta and I just wanted to hug him like oh my heart hurted so bad like it really did and um I love this episode how it focuses on his bipolar disorder because in the beginning episode, Gate is like really hype, like really on one, and then near the end of the episode, he is a bit more like chill, a lot more calm, but he's a lot more muted in his actions, and so, also throughout the episode, Dave is like kind of losing his head because he has to perform and open for Meek Mill, so he's kind of like nervous about all that stuff, but eventually. Gaeta opens up to his friends and he tells them that he has bipolar disorder and that he's on medication and he tells his friends that like he's on a different medication and that it's hard on him and that he's never told anybody about this and I really have to say I love this episode because there is a lot of stigma in regards to mental health because hip-hop is definitely a male-dominated genre in a male-dominated genre where guys are just like talking about their cars and their money and the women and the parties they throw and they are obsessed with looking like a man and being like that kind of, kind of man and it is true that like hip-hop is also dominated by black men and in the black community people don't really talk about mental health especially in regards to men and a lot of times when men come forward and be like, hey, I need help, you know, I'm really struggling, uh, people find different ways to cope, whether it's through alcohol, whether it's through sex, whether it's through buying things, whether it's through other kinds of controlled substances, and oftentimes people find help through prayer and just religion and God, but not a lot of times people just look to therapy to get better, and you know, seeing a psychiatrist, going on medication, getting antidepressants because there's uh, a lot of negative stereotypes surrounded that you're weak or that why would you turn to a doctor when they're just going to tell you everything that's wrong with you and they're just going to try to pop money out of you and those drugs aren't really going to help you like you just need to like 
exercise or like pray it away and stuff like that but I love this episode because it it fleshes out his character you know Gaeta isn't just the black sidekick Gaeta isn't just like the hype man Gaeta isn't just little Dickie's black friend to show that he's cool and that he's down and that he should be allowed to be part of hip-hop Gaeta is this person who has gone through stuff and he is you know opening up about his struggle and how he's overcoming his struggle and how he's being a better person and how he's gotten help and that he is a man and that he's comfortable I like that um, in the show he's comfortable by sharing his journey and in an interview he talked about how he didn't feel the same way um, in his own life and honestly that's totally relatable totally makes sense and I hope this episode like shows people that they don't have to be ashamed to open up about what they deal with because even though you may be dealing with something that's in your brain it doesn't mean that's not real it doesn't mean it's not happening because the things that go in your brain inhibit your body inhibit your actions you know they control what you do and like how you feel and how you move throughout the world so it's important to take care of your brain as much as it would be important to take care of like your feet if you're a runner or to take care of your back if you're like a stock room person or to take care of your teeth if you're a competitive eater I don't know why I use that example but it's one that I use it's important to take care of your brain because it's it's the powerhouse of the cell no that's the mitochondria I'm sorry guys but you know what I'm talking about and I really do love that episode it's honestly like one of my favorite episodes so we're on to episode six and Dave, Gata, Mike, and Els, they go stay in Dave's house, Dave's parents' house in Philadelphia. And Dave invites his old friends from camp, but he realizes that he his friends from camp, they're not really his friends, right? They only hung out with him. He, okay, so when Dave was at summer camp, he met Els, and he and Els are still friends, but he doesn't really hang out with the other people he hung out with in summer camp. And summer camp was the point where he found his comedic voice the point where he began to have confidence in himself the point where he really looked to himself and he was like i could be somebody i could do something great with my life but dave soon comes to the realization that his friends only hang out with him because they see him as a clown because they see him as a puppet because they use him as entertainment and they don't really like see him as a friend and that must suck to to come to that realization because it also ties into him as a rapper his friends um oh my gosh the perfect scene for this is when they're in the club and dave gets so drunk that he gets up on a table i think it is and he just pees his pants like he pees his pants and his friends just laugh like it's the funniest thing in the world right and I feel like Dave getting confidence from a moment where people were ridiculing him and making fun of him really does tie into his music and his career because he wants to be this once in a lifetime artist and he wants to make great content and he believes in himself and he has confidence in himself 
And for him to gain confidence off of a moment in his childhood where he was essentially being humiliated and embarrassed kind of shows this delusional arrogance that he has about himself. Also this, basically his white privilege, right? Dave thinks that he is the greatest rapper alive and that he can fit into this scene, this black dominated scene. And the show is a great example of how there are just some people who are who can win it all, who can enter a space and enter it with ease. And even though he does have struggles and he does gain difficulties, like in the first episode he has to pay 10k to get YG on a verse with him, which he never really gets, by the way. The fact that he has 10k like saved up, dude, not many people who are trying to get into music have that kind of money saved up. They just don't. And for Dave to take a moment in his life where he was humiliated, he sees people cheering and clapping for him and that automatically translates into his head like, I'm great, I'm amazing, I can do this. It's arrogance that he's built his career off of and he's still trying to fit into this space but one thing that Dave does not take into account is that maybe there are black people who don't like your music and don't want you in our space you know maybe there are black people who will see you and see him as a culture vulture you know and Dave just believing in himself and boosting himself up like this he's constantly gassing himself up right and a moment when you realize something like that in your life like this important moment in your life which is why you're here why you want to be a rapper and then you realize that the moment in your life that made you want to be on stage was based off someone humiliating you most people would like crumble in fear and run away but dave takes that moment and he suffocates it and he conquers it and he goes on stage anyways and he kills it because he doesn't care about what his camp friend says because he still believes in himself and he still trusts in himself and that's great and that's awesome but it also shows like i had something that i wanted to say but then i forgot it i'm so sorry um let's just continue on with the show So next episode, actually let's, no, let's continue on with that thought that I had. I do like this show, like honestly, but I really do want to like just get into the show because it's an exploration of Lil Dicky's life prior to his career that it is now. But Dave is so obsessed with being famous. He wants to be seen as the greatest rapper alive, but he is not making work that would display him as being the greatest rapper alive. He's not showing work, he's not making work that exhibits his talent. You know, when he freestyles, it's cool, it's great, it's off the dome, it's amazing. But the songs that he writes are so like filthy and vulgar and just like any other song that any rapper is making the only thing that's different is that he's a white guy right and it's good to have confidence in yourself but one thing that i know is that he could probably still succeed in hip-hop because one thing we all have to understand is that hip-hop 
A lot of people who listen to hip hop are white people. They're white frat guys and Dave doesn't want white frat guys to listen to his music but he makes white frat guy music because he is a white guy. White men live in the same kind of bubble, in the same kind of area, they live the same kind of life and although he wants to make music where more black people listen to it so that he feels more vindicated, more validated in the space that he wants to occupy in, he has not lived the same life that black people have lived so the music he makes may not, you know, um, may not vibe. You know, the music he makes may not be relatable to other black people. So of course he has a lot of white fans. And although he doesn't like having white fans, that's what it is. Because it feels like him having white fans is to make him a legitimate rapper. And he feels like it makes him a joke and it makes him have less confidence in himself and his ability. But when black people like his music, it makes him feel like he's doing something right. You know? And I feel like what else? I do like that he's very honest and vulnerable in the show and it's great that he has ambition but his ambition isn't translated in his music or in his art and when he does finally make a song it's nine minutes long and it's just like it's tone deaf and it's kind of racist you know um in the finale he writes the last episode opens up with a nine minute song about him going to prison for exposing his balls at an all ages show and the the first nine minutes of the episode basically follows a music video along with the song and is very vulgar and just like off the cuff and everything and uh, basically I just kind of like skipped through it because homeboy this is too long. I know that he wrote a 10 minute song on like one of his albums but like we gotta we gotta move this along. You got 30 minutes to tell a story and we're wasting time. But basically the song gets Dave in trouble and he doesn't understand why he's getting in trouble for it. He doesn't get he doesn't get it you know. There is literally like a black person at the table who tells him that his blatant, um, he's, the song is about him going to jail and he makes a joke of the prison system, how he, and how the black guy at the table is literally like me as a black man, I see the prison system as something that takes in brothers that look like me and it's something that I avoid but you are making a joke out of it and I didn't, I'm not cool with it and then Dave just doesn't listen to him and steps over what he's saying and he, that's another problem with Dave, right, the character Dave. Even though he believes himself and he's confident in himself, his confidence takes it to a level where it's arrogance and then he has no regard for anybody else's feelings but his own and he feels like people should bend over backwards to satisfy him because he is, you know, the greatest alive. And this also translates to his relationship with Ali who is such a saint honestly for dating this guy and for being with him like oh my gosh she's amazing and um basically episode nine ali is going to her sister's wedding and ali's sister is marrying a lawyer and ali's sister is a lawyer and 
her parents are very happy with her and Aldi's parents are like they're kind of like they're kind of disappointed in her and being a teacher but they won't say that they're disappointed in her you know what I mean and so Dave is like there and he loves soaking in the attention he doesn't even stand up for Allie or anything he doesn't say anything to like defend her and it he doesn't really like help she also has to do a speech for her sister's um because he's she's the maid of honor so she has to say a speech at the at the reception he doesn't even like really help her with the speech either and eventually they get into a fight right and Dave says that he is going to like dim his light because she's not as ambitious as him and although Dave may think he's ambitious he's not really ambitious you know he just likes the fact that people recognize him he likes the fact that he's famous he idealizes be fame over like true creative work or true creative ambition and Ali loves him she supports him she's there for him when he has some random video on youtube that get 50 million views and he kept talking about he's gonna be the greatest artist alive she supported him she was there for him she backed him up but Ali just wanting to be a kindergarten teacher there's nothing wrong with that there's nothing wrong with, there's nothing wrong with wanting to live an everyday life and being a kindergarten teacher because teachers are great teachers deserve to be paid more teachers deserve more school supplies teachers are awesome teachers are the building blocks of america but dave just kind of turns out to be a dick because he doesn't think ali is as ambitious as he is and at the end of the episode they break up and it's really sad and um it makes me sad but like it had to be done you know because when you're watching the show you see that Dave isn't really treating his friends right he kind of walks all over his friends you know his friend Els who is a sound engineer he got upset with Els for giving a beat to Trippy Red even though Els wants to work with an artist he wants to work with someone who is making it and even though he I'm sure Els loves Dave Dave isn't like Trippy Red. Dave isn't like YG. Dave isn't like uh, Young Thug or Travis Scott. Dave is still starting out. He's new. He's fresh baby face. And he keeps touting around this big ego that he has as if that's going to make up for the fact that he has no music made already. Like, my guy, come on, let's put some work into it, okay? Um. I don't know if there's anything else I wanted to say about the this show. Uh, I do want to say um, this show did become like one of the most viewed shows on FX. It got 5.3 million viewers av on average per episode, which knocked out Atlanta, which was the most viewed most popular comedy in FX in FX FX FX's history sorry about that and I like Dave and I think it's great and I feel like Dave in Atlanta it's really it's a really cool um Dave versus Atlanta is a really cool kind of like it's a really cool I, 
I don't know why I don't have any words today. I'm so sorry. It's really cool to compare them, you know? Atlanta is a show about Earn. Earn is a Princeton dropout and he lives with his parents or he's living with his girlfriend who is also the mother of his daughter and he finds out that his cousin who his name is Alfred also goes by the moniker Paperboy as a rapper and he starts getting a bit popular off of his one song. So then Earn tries to become his manager to help Paperboy get more popular and the show explores their um, entry into like the music industry in Atlanta and I love Atlanta. I feel like it is one of the best shows on TV. Honestly, Donald Glover is a genius and everyone else who writes with him is a genius. The show is really great. It's amazing. It's funny. It's interesting and it's so creative and there's not another show like it on TV and it explores what it's like to try and get into the rap scene, how to turn like virality into viewership, into like really like mainstream success and trying to get your numbers in there. It's phenomenal. But with the show like Dave, you have this guy who goes from viral hit to viral hit to getting signed with a record, record label. That's you know, that's white privilege you know he has a friend who can be his manager but he already knows business so his friend already knows how to like kind of like manage him and get him into like this his friend already knows how to get him into the offices of record labels that have the ear of billboard you know Ern is just like a Princeton dropout he's a normal guy and so is Alfred you know they're just normal people trying to make it in the music industry but they don't know any people in hip hop or like they don't really know like how to get into like um, fancy parties and stuff like that. But with Dave, he goes to like an art show and he meets Young Thug and Gunna just like and then like Els meets Trippy Reed. Trip, Trippy, wait, is it Trippy Reed or Trippy Red? Oh gosh, I'm terrible at this. I'm so sorry guys. Um, it's Trippy Red. My bad. I feel really bad about that one. But yeah, Trippy Red. I love the show. I think that even though it has silly, it's very silly in its humor, it has a great dedication to character development and there is an emotional depth to the show. It's very beautiful. It's so wonderfully well written. It's really funny. But I do have to say that like Atlanta is much better than this show. Dave is a great show. I just think that Atlanta is better creatively. And I feel like Atlanta is a lot more honest. You know, not everybody has a trust fund with over $10,000 in it. A friend who can help them get a record label, you know, and not everybody like can get invited to a party where a young thug is going to be there. You know what I mean? Not everybody lives that life. And although like it's a great show, it's really funny, it's really cool. I feel like with Dave, him being able to enter into the world of music so seamlessly after like one viral song, it's just it doesn't seem 
It doesn't, it doesn't, it doesn't seem realistic to me in my eyes. Mainly because like I'm a black woman and I see black people make art all the time. I see black people make music all the time. I see black people make dances on TikTok and then a white kid starts doing those dances and the white person gets the credit for it instead. You know, it happens all the time. And even though Dave Bird, like talented rapper, awesome writer, great creator, made an awesome show. I watch this show and I see his privilege like right in my face, you know. It is very funny to see somebody use his appendage as a kind of way of humiliation and everything. It's really awesome to see someone who's like a rapper in the music industry make a show that's very emotional and vulnerable and also smart and kind of anxious in a way. It's really awesome to see a show like this but as I watch the show I still I will still criticize it because like I don't really I don't really relate to it you know because I don't see somebody that I know in the show I just see somebody who's like oh yeah that guy you know it's cool it's a great show it's a real show it's an awesome show but one thing I did appreciate it was that like he didn't actually like okay in the finale Dave um was going to premiere the song he had the nine minute song on the breakfast club and it was against the label's wishes it was against his friend wishes his friend's wishes and i feel like that episode was very honest in the fact that there are a lot of people who are celebrities who do stupid things say stupid things and then they star in really terrible movies or they make a really bad song and you see this happen and you just wonder isn't there anybody who told them that this was a bad idea and i feel like this is a great way of seeing that yes there was someone that told them a bad idea but their ego was louder than the voice of reason and so they listened to their ego instead and did what they wanted to do because they felt like what they were going to do was better you know and i'm really glad that in the end he just did the freestyle on the breakfast club because i feel like in season two that's going to be a better way to like build off of his career and a lot more interesting and because us as the, as the audience we already saw the video it's okay that the video wasn't shown in the show so we as the audience can make our own judgments on the video that was made and that in this last minute decision he realized that this was a bad idea and that maybe he should have realized it was a bad idea like earlier when the black man was saying that hey the racism in the criminal justice system is something that affects me and my community and you making a joke out of it is not okay and him just stepping over that that was not okay that was not cool but like i like the show in all in all i like the show I'm sorry if like my rambling doesn't make sense. Hi, welcome to my podcast. I've been meaning to watch that. I don't know how to review TV shows, but I do it anyways. <laughs> but yeah, the show is pretty great. Um, it's very the show is pretty straightforward about uh, Dave's path and viewing it in like viewing his career path or his fictionalized career path and what it means as a person of privilege to basically like insert yourself in a culture that is not your own into a music industry where you will be an outlier 
and there are a lot of moments that are like hilarious and silly but then there are moments that really do acknowledge um dave being some nerdy white middle class uh white boy who has a fascination with black hip-hop culture and like how he has a distance from it but also how he wants to experience it and like you know see it and like be a part of it yeah I think that's it I think that's basically it that's all I wanted to say uh thank you so much for listening to this to me ramble for on and on um I do want to say lastly uh this is I've been meaning to watch that a podcast where I review movies and tv shows that I've been meaning to watch I'm not usually like I'm not somebody who watches a show when it comes out and then reviews it I'm somebody who watches a show months after it's out and everyone else has watched it everyone else has reviewed it and then I watch it and then I review it and then I give you my thoughts you know uh Space Force like my first two episodes like not my first two episodes basically like Space Force and Rami I did try to watch those shows relatively when they came out because I really did want to like see those shows and see what it was about but there will be times where I make episodes about tv shows that like ended two years ago and you may look at this like why is she talking about this because I want to talk about it because that's who I am this is basically a podcast where I just ramble on and on about tv shows and movies just for fun and you know if you like this feel free to follow feel free to subscribe you can listen to this on apple Podcasts, on spotify um the main platform for this is on anchor fm but you know if you're into this please listen you know check out the next episode i'll have on wednesday um if you have any tv shows or movies you would like me to review please let me know and i will do my best to review them and that is all this episode has been about Dave on FXX. I'm pretty sure you can watch it on Hulu. And it's really good. Like, definitely check it out, you know? And that's it. Thank you so much for listening to this. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, feel free to follow me on Instagram on I've Been Meaning Number Two. That is the official Instagram account for this podcast. Thank you so much, and I will see you, not see you, never mind. Thank you so much for listening. (laughs) I don't know how to end this. Thank you so much for listening. Stay blessed.